desire is an expression of your free will because there is freedom in listening to what you want, listening to what makes your heart happy. Welcome to Amplify. We are here to help you own your truth, use your voice, and stand out as the most unapologetically aligned, abundant, and authentic version of you so that you can make a big impact in the world doing what sets your soul on fire. Because you and I, we are meant to stand the F out. I'm your host, Lauren Salon, and I'm a public relations and marketing expert, entrepreneur, speaker, former on-air entertainment host, and past professional fitness competitor and health coach. And several times per week, I'll be bringing you epic guest conversations and solo episodes along with the tools, tricks, and tips that you need in order to step into your power, own your purpose, and stand out in the world as the most vibrant version of you. Because I believe that the more you you are in the world, the more successful and fulfilled you will be. So what do you say? Are you ready? Let's get amplified because blending in is bullshit. What's up everyone and welcome back to another episode of Amplify. Today I want to talk to you about desire, about fantasies, about exploring your desires. And I'm going to start off by reading a an Instagram post that I posted the other day, but then I'm going to expand upon it. And I'm going to expand upon it by pulling in some of my trainings that I cover actually in my program Sacral, which is my sexual energy and embodiment program. And so when it comes to exploring our desires and fantasies, that is an act of radical self-acceptance. When we allow ourselves to look at our desires, we are reminded that we are multifaceted, right? When we, we as humans have so many desires going in so many directions, and so allowing ourselves to look at what we desire reminds us of our complexity, of the fact that we are multidimensional. And in exploring our desires, we can see that we are, at times, also filled with contradictions, right? Because we can see that not all of our desires necessarily go hand in hand. And we can see in looking at our desires how much we want to play with otherness, like play with exploring versions of ourselves that are completely unfamiliar to us. Our fantasies, including those that might be taboo or might be a little less traditional, if you will, are also clues to our deepest needs and desires. Your desires, even the ones that you never act upon, are part of what makes you uniquely you. And looking at your fantasies, especially looking at the ones that might be a little less conventional or might be a little less traditional or might be touching on taboo, allowing yourself to look at your desires, look at your fantasies requires vulnerability and vulnerability requires strength because if you're willing to put yourself into a vulnerable position, right, which vulnerability by definition essentially means like, oh, there is not weakness because I think vulnerability is so 
strong and such a display of strength. But when you willingly allow yourself to open up to vulnerability, you're saying, hey, you know what? I am exposing a tender part or a, again, a a vulnerable part of myself. And when you do that, it's an act of strength because you're saying, one, I'm courageous enough to look. I'm courageous enough to step into vulnerability because that's not a very comfortable thing for many people. And I'm courageous enough to do this and to, in a sense, expose myself or expose a quote unquote weakness. Please don't take vulnerability as weakness. That's not what I'm saying, but I hope you get what I mean in how I'm saying this. So when you step into vulnerability, it's an act of strength because no matter what happens, you're saying, hey, you know what? I'm going to be vulnerable right now. I'm going to step into fear. I'm going to step into the unknown. I'm going to step into risk. I'm going to step into uncertainty. And I know that no matter what happens, I will be okay, right? So looking at your fantasies, looking at your desires requires vulnerability and therefore it requires strength to be willing to look at and explore your desires, to be willing to accept all the sides of yourself, all the multidimensional facets of you and all the possible versions of you, right? Because exploring your fantasies, whether you act upon them or you just you know, daydream about them or fantasize about them without taking action, just being willing to look is you looking at possibilities of you, right? So there's strength in that. And when it comes to sexual fantasies, because as I said, my sacral program is all about sexual energy. When it comes to looking at your sexual fantasies, those fantasies shine light on your deepest desires, your deepest needs, your expectations, both with yourself and with others. And looking at those fantasies offers insight into where you currently stand when it comes to love, when it comes to pleasure, control, surrender, power, escape, unity, validation, connection, ecstasy, transcendence, and so much more. And now I want to expand upon this a little bit more by giving you a peek at what my sacral program is all about. So this is an eight-week program. When I teach it live, it's an eight-week program with two trainings a week. So 16 trainings in this program. And we dive into desire. I mean, we talk about desire a lot throughout the program. And we really dig into it towards the end of the program, exploring desires, exploring taboo desires, fantasies, all of that. And a really powerful way to bring more pleasure freedom, liberation, and joy into your life and also bring yourself into better alignment is to own your feelings and desires. So a little bit about me, and you may relate to this, you may not, but when it comes to human design and tangent here, or well, I guess tangent within a tangent, when it comes to understanding yourself. There are a few like personality assessments and things like that, that I absolutely love. Human design is one of my favorite ones. So if you have not done, gotten your human design chart, and if you don't know what your human design is, I highly, highly recommend. And I am a generator. And specifically within that, I'm a sacral authority generator. I mean, are we surprised by this? No, I created a whole program called sacral, right? So I'm a sacral authority generator. And what that means, just a little part about what that means is that I function and I've seen this in play, right? This has proven to be true in how I live my life that my desires, right? My gut 
desires, what brings, brings me pleasure, all of that, that leads the way, right? And of course, now I, I want to be really clear here, like not all of our desires, I don't think that every single one of our desires we should take action on, follow all of that kind of stuff, right? When you are in alignment, anchored into your values, operating within integrity, within alignment, within your values and connected to your higher self and your the best version of you, right? That's when I think we can really trust our desires because if, if things are out of alignment and just kind of like a little, a little messy energetically and all that kind of stuff, or you haven't done healing, right? Some of your desires, some of our desires may be a little mm, warped, if you will. And so that's why I don't necessarily think it's always the right move to follow every single desire, right? Because we're not, it's not about like being impulse driven. That's in no way what I'm saying. But for me as a sacral authority generator, a bit of about what that means, as I was saying, is that my desires, that those gut impulses and urges and the things that light me up, that's the direction to go in. Provided, of course, it's grounded in my values. It's grounded in alignment. Yes. And so for me, learning to trust my desires, to be able to hear them, listen to them, and all of that has become a very, very powerful practice for me. And this is effective and valuable for you, even if you are not a sacral authority generator, right? You don't have to be the exact same personality type as me to, to find value in this and to be able to get more in tune with your desires and to also by listening to them and leaning in the direction of them to bring more pleasure, freedom, liberation, and joy into your life, right? So this applies to, to everybody. So anytime we are going to take action, there is a feeling, a desire, an impulse, right? There's that little spark that propels you to take action on something. And so when you own your desires, it becomes easier to trust yourself, to trust those desires, and also easier to take action in the direction of your desires. When you have desires that are infused or hijacked with guilt, with shame, with trauma, with when, you're, when your desires are connected to something that is out of alignment, right? When your desires are connected to something that is not in alignment with your values, then you're going to feel like that desire is wrong, most likely, right? That it's dangerous, bad, scary, whatever. And you'll feel those feelings in your body. And so often that may kick up a fight or flight, fight, flight, or freeze reaction. And so your body may want to run from your desires and disconnect from those feelings. So the problem with that, however, is that when you ignore your truth, ignore your desires, ignore what you truly want and what's in your heart, you are subduing part of yourself. You are not living authentically. You are not owning your truth. And therefore, as a result, you will then be out of alignment. And so the more you ignore and suppress your desires, the more you block your own light, the more you block your own magnetism, the more you block abundance and pleasure from coming to you. And as you know, because I talk about this all the time, whether it's in social media, here on the podcast, you name it, one of the most powerful ways, right, to step into more abundance, magnetism, and to connect with and tap into the quantum field is by being in alignment, right? The, all of that magnetism works off of alignment. The law of attraction works off of alignment. It works off of other things as well, but alignment is a key, key, key factor. 
And so one of the ways to come back home to yourself, to your pleasure, to your desires, and bring yourself back into balance and trust your desires and your feelings is to create more safety in your body when it comes to feeling, which means it's necessary to heal and it's, and it's necessary to learn how to allow pleasure in, which is part of, you know, surrendering into the divine feminine. And this applies if you're a man or woman, right? We all have masculine and feminine energy within us. And so that's why, right, going back to tuning into your desires, right, why we shouldn't necessarily follow the impulse of every single desire, because if they're not anchored in safety, if it's not anchored in alignment and in your values, that's when trusting your desires becomes riskier, I guess, right? And when you feel at home with your desires, you will feel more at home in your body. You'll feel more at home with who you truly are and you become less reliant on external validation and approval. Desire is an expression of your free will, right? Because there is freedom in listening to what you want, listening to what makes your heart happy, right? What brings you life and fulfillment. That is a beautiful act of free will. And in this too, I want to also encourage you to feel worthy of your desires, whether those are financial desires, emotional, sexual, romantic, you name it. Desire and self-worth go hand in hand. So in order to desire something, right, you must feel like you deserve it and you are worthy of it. Because if you don't, there's going to be guilt, shame infused into it. And that energetically will block you from ever experiencing the thing or experiencing it in the way that you hope. So with this, right, like something to keep in mind, your desires, your pleasure, it's not a destination. It is a journey. And how beautiful is it to be guided through life by your desires, by what brings you pleasure, by what brings you joy, by what gives you more energy, And when you own and pursue your desires, you become more magnetic, not just because you're more in alignment, because you've made the choice to take radical ownership of every part of yourself. And when you own yourself and your desires to the point of actually taking action on them, that energy, right, that is activating or arousing, if you will, for not only you, but everyone around you. Because so many people go through life not living with that level of ownership, right? So many people go through life ignoring their desires, making themselves wrong for their desires, not doing anything about their desires. And so when you make the decision to, oh, I'm not only going to listen to, hear, and think about and connect with my desires, but I'm actually, you know what? Fuck it. I am going to take action on them. When you do that, it is intoxicating, right? It is captivating. It is enrolling. It is, it activates other people who look and say, oh my gosh, look at her, look at him going after what he wants, going after what sets his soul on fire, her soul on fire. Like I want to be somebody who does that because look at how much joy, fun, pleasure, all of that is in his life, her life, right? 
So with this, hear me in this, right? You do not need external permission to pursue your desires, right? Unless, of course, they involve other people. Yes, right. Permission, all that, right? Um, um, let's, let's put a disclaimer in here that we're not pursuing our desires at the expense of other people. We're not pursuing our desires at the harm or detriment of other people. Like, I think that goes without saying. But once again, you don't need anyone else's permission to pursue your desires, Your desires get to carry you through the world without you second-guessing them because you know that you've birthed them from your heart. So if the vision is in you, if the desire is in you, if that dream is in you, then it is for you. I hope this was supportive for you. And I would love to hear, like slide into the DMs or something. I would love to hear something, a desire that you have or something that you've been right? Wanting to take action on that. You're like, you know what? Fuck it. I've been wanting to do this. This like looks so amazing or whatever it is. Like I want to hear what that thing is and how you're committed to taking action in the direction of it. All right. I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode and if you know of somebody else who is bold, successful, and unapologetically owning their unique magic while they make a big impact in the world, please send them my way. And it would also mean the world to me if you help me get this message out to as many listeners as possible. So if you liked what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you would please take 30 seconds to leave a five-star rating, write a quick review, and share this episode with your friends. Be sure to tag me so that I can say thank you. And until the next episode, keep showing up, keep using your voice, and keep being you. Because the world needs more of your magic. Yeah.